This is your history. Welcome to episode 6. Ever since we human beings have been erecting impressive architectural wonders, a few of us have also been trying to bring them down. The reason could be ideological differences or more often than not, simple greed. The monuments often house untold riches along with the deceased, which makes them a great target for vendors and looters. The architects and engineers of the monument started including traps, labyrinths, and false homes to discourage their plunder. However, the current state of the pyramids in Egypt indicate that the looters were more successful than the people trying to stop them. By the time modern Europeans reached Egypt, most of the pyramids and other monuments there were already plundered and mostly emptied out. But there were still some pyramids to loot, not in Egypt, but a bit to the south in the present-day Sudan, in the region which was originally called Nubia. The city of Kerma was the dominant political force in Nubia. The Egyptian pharaohs called the rulers of Kerma the Kush dynasty. Over the years, they engaged in mutual wars, trades, and sometimes marriages. Much of Nubia came under Egyptian rule during the New Kingdom period, that is around 1500 BC. And then the Kushites managed to overturn them and became the rulers of Egypt just a few centuries later. Influenced by the surviving Egyptian pyramids, the Nubian kings built their own pyramids almost a thousand years after the Egyptians had themselves stopped building them. The Nubian pyramids were a bit different from the Egyptian ones, much steeper and much smaller in general. However, there are a lot more of them still surviving today compared to the ones in Egypt. The first modern European to study them in any detail was a Frenchman. Frederick Kailaw. He travelled across Egypt, Sudan and Ethiopia and copied the text in different monuments which later helped in deciphering the hieroglyphic language of the ancient Egypt. For his contribution, he was awarded the French Legion d'honneur. Frederick Kailaw's endeavour fueled the rumours of treasures being buried in the Nubian pyramids. Giuseppe Ferlini, an Italian surgeon and soldier for hire, after hearing these rumours, decided to resign from his current job and to go on a treasure hunting expedition of his own. He had reached Sudan working as a medical officer in the Egyptian army. Now he is determined to either, in his own words, return home penniless or carrying unprecedented treasures. Mr. Ferlini, unlike his predecessors, brought an industrial flair to the act of grave robbing. He employed several locals to forcefully take apart these pyramids and reveal their treasure. After being unsuccessful a few times, he decided to up the temple. At the pyramid of Queen Amani Shaketon, he planted explosives and blew up the top half of the pyramid. Fortunately for him, he discovered here a secret burial chamber filled with bronze made jewelry and other artifacts. During the course of his little expedition, he destroyed over 40 such structures. But the Kushites were so prolific in building them, there are still several hundreds of them standing across various cities of Sudan. In 2011, UNESCO identified them as one of the World Heritage Sites. As for Fellini, he decided to return home after having discovered the treasure he seeks so earnestly. He was able to sell it off in Germany and it can be seen in the State Museum of Germany today. He died in the years 1817 and was buried in one of the most prestigious cemeteries of his hometown. 
It was mentioned in earlier episode how one can become part of history by saving it. But JCP Ferlini showed us that you can do the same by destroying it. This was the history. Thank you for listening.